Welcome to this edition of Joffrey Maverick Memories Podcast, a companion project for the documentary film Joffrey Mavericks of American Dance. This series will highlight personal stories from the alumni of the Joffrey Ballet Company during its more than 50-year history to give a unique inside perspective on what it was like to be part of this groundbreaking American dance company. Today's guest is Janie Kawaguchi-Campbell, who danced with the Joffrey from 1970 to 1975. She danced the role of the acrobat with Russell Salzbach in the 1973 production of Massine's Parade and was included in Joffrey's signature work, Remembrances. Today, she is a major gifts officer with the Los Angeles Opera. Let me just start by saying that I really enjoyed the film when I saw it at the Colburn School. Mm -hmm. And I just thought he did an incredible job. And all of you who worked on it did an incredible job on the research and, you know, the interviews and the footage. And, uh, um, and I, um, I'm actually in the film. I have some footage um, in the lecture demos that um, actually took place at, in Tacoma, Washington. The company came and did a summer residency at Pacific Lutheran University. So we spent the summer on campus as scholarship students from the Seattle area, because I was from the Seattle area. Okay. And um, we spent the summer on the campus with the entire company. And Joffrey would teach, Rochelle Zide taught, um, and we had a lot of, you know, great master class situations. Um, we learned a lot of variations, and um, we did performances. And usually the performances that we did would, would begin with a lecture demo, and then we would do a section of a ballet or something that would be um, that would have been taught us uh, during the summer. And one summer it was serenade, you know, Balanchine serenade, which mm-hmm. um, was just a treat to be able to do. I mean, the company didn't do it even, so it was really exciting to have had that opportunity. Um, and then, of course, we got to watch the performances and rehearsals by the company members who were you know, like rock stars to us. They were just so exciting. So, but And uh, they did that over, I guess, like you said, several summers. I, I think it was yeah, in the late Yeah, I think 60s. it was three summers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three or four summers, I think. But I was there for at least three. Um, Anne Ranking was there. Oh, yeah? Because um, she's from the Northwest. So she was in the scholarship program. And, of course, it was, I think the most exciting time uh, to see the company because that was when Lisa Bradley was dancing with Michael Utoff and Susie Magno and Bobby Blankenshine and, you know, really incredible dancers. So it was very exciting. Um, And and so how did you come to be in the company after this? So what happened was um, I wanted to go to New York when I was in my junior year in high school. But Joffrey said, well, when you're ready and your teacher and parents feel you're ready, come to New York. And I was so disappointed that I decided to take a summer scholarship at School of American Ballet, which is the school for New York City Ballet. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that summer program, I went to um, Joffrey's American Ballet Center. And Edith Daddario, um, I think you're familiar with her. She ran the school. Uh, she let me know that Joffrey wanted me to join the tour. Um, the company was on tour at Berkeley to do a Todd Bolander ballet called Time Cycle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was an incredible experience because it was a very dramatic role. It was um, it was a it was a, a Vietnamese, or at least that would be the indication, mother. And Gary Chris was my son, and I can't remember my daughter. I might have been Victoria, and I can't remember her last name. But, you know, I was protecting them in wartime, and mm-hmm. it was a really um, exciting ballet to be doing. And then when I returned to New York, I was placed in the Joffrey II for a while, which was at that time led by Jonathan Watts. Mm-hmm. And um, and what a great group of dancers that was, um, just about all of whom ended up in the company. Um, Sally Braley Bliss uh, came to the Joffrey II that year and choreographed a ballet on Don Edwards and myself. Um, that was a, another really wonderful experience. So I guess the highlights of of being in the second company during the time I was there was doing um, ballets like the Still Point, and I danced Taglioni and Pata de Es. Mm-hmm. Um, and Burton Taylor coached us uh, on that, and it was, you know, it was just so great to have somebody to show us the essence of her character, you know, instead of just doing the choreography. Right. So... Um, then I went into the first company. So I went first company, second company, first company. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, but you were one of the acrobats in Parade, the original when, when I, was under the, I was the original, yeah, yes. uh, the original female acrobat with and, Russell Salzbach. Right. And so how was that, you know, working with Messine and having him come over and, um, and working on, you know, all the costumes and the sets and everything that was so wonderful about that ballet? I think, you know, Joffrey used to say, actors talk, singers sing, and dancers dance. So don't talk. And um, I think I took it to mean don't think. So, I mean, it took a while for me to get the idea that, you know, the collaborative nature of choreography and, um, and creating ballets. And that was sort of my first inkling that, I, and probably because it was, an old ballet that brought names that, you know, um, Cocteau and Picasso and, um, uh, who else was involved? Sati. Um, all these, these legendary people that collaborated on this ballet. So that was incredibly exciting. Um, and Messina had also staged uh, Le Beau Danube mm-hmm. on us. Uh, so we had worked with him before on that. And when he came to do that, uh, he brought um, Dismilova, who um, was also one of my teachers at School of American Ballet. Right. But they were just, they were amazing <laughs> to watch, you know. And so you were in Remembrances, which is one of the, the pieces, rare pieces that Robert Joffrey choreographed himself. How, how was it to right. work with him as a choreographer? Oh, it was great. Um, I feel so blessed that I got to, you know, to have um, an original role in one of his, his new ballets. And I danced with Russell again on that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, it was so lovely. And it's, you know, I, I feel really connected to it now because it was Wagner and mm-hmm. there was an opera singer um, that sang the music. So, you know, now that I'm in opera, <laughs> right? It's it's really exciting. That was kind of a, a you know something that he did for a few of his ballets. Postcards also had a singer in it. That was later, 1980 or so. Um, right, that was later. Think yeah. Maybe he had. I think earlier on, before Padidies, even he had another piece that he had done that had a singer in it. So it was, I think, something that he uh, was interested in mixing not only different dance styles, but also different mediums of art together um, yes. to, to have on stage, you know, to have more of an experience. Also, then Arpino had Valentine, which, um, which had a, a cellist on, on stage. Right, um, exactly. Stage. Yeah, so it's, it was kind of interesting that, that they brought in other elements sometimes besides the orchestra and the pit and the dancers on the stage. Yeah, I do think that, um, it was Joffrey's particular genius that mixing and 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 mixing like current art forms like film and um, you know and like in music. a Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, and rock music, absolutely. I mean, we were the only the only uh, ballet company that I knew of at the time who traveled with their own rock band, for example. Yes, it was such a magical time. I felt like um, because. People loved the company. It was, you know, it was just such a an exciting time for dance. People have said this, you know, in in other interviews as well, is that this magical time in the late '60s and early and '70s, when dance was really right. starting to catch on. It's really hard to imagine for somebody like me or somebody, you know. M- in the time that we're in now, that this wasn't always the case. Um, what was dance before this? You know, what 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 was going on? You know, in the fifties and, and earlier sixties, that that ballet wasn't prevalent, or m- many people didn't go, or did, it didn't exist. I mean, I, I'm explaining. I think to me it was more like, youth. from my point of view, I think it was more that you were either a ballet dancer and you danced with a classical ballet company and you did classical rep, you know, the full-length ballets and things like that. Or you were with a modern company and you did, you know, gram rep. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually mixed the, the... He wanted us to be able to do any kind of dance well... <laughs> And um, and then with all the innovation, innovative um, ballets that they did between the two of them, you know, it was just, I think it was just eye-opening for so many people who thought ballet was kind of stuffy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think opera goes through it, you know, also because there's so many people who just want to see the classical, um, just want to see the, the La Bohème's and... Um, and then there are other people who feel really cheated if there's not some new, you know, piece in there that is either seldom seen or is modern. You know, when the film opened and they were talking about Mr. Joffrey's, I guess, childhood and things like that. Oh, no, what I was going to say is the first time I heard his voice, it was, it, it had a, you know, I had a visceral response because I hadn't heard his voice in so many years and I hadn't thought about it. 
but when he started to speak in the um, in the movie, it 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 had a profound effect on me. I mean, I'd seen Jerry, you know, a few times more recently, but Joffrey, I hadn't seen in many years. And then when we moved out to LA, um, was right after he died. Mm-hmm. So. I hadn't, you know, there'd been a lot of years that I had not heard his voice, and it was wonderful to hear it. Thank you for listening to this edition of our podcast. Visit our website at www.joffreymovie.com to sign up and receive a free series of digital photo books entitled Joffrey Maverick Moments. Find us on Facebook, Joffrey Ballet Movie. Follow us on Twitter, at Joffrey Movie and view our video clips on our YouTube channel, Joffrey Movie.